We're good, Tom. Hey, mate, thank you so much for doing this. You're a, you're, you and not, I actually saw a, a, a media advisory note put out by the Crows a few days ago saying that uh, there will be no media engagements until Friday. So you're doing, you're going overs doing this one, mate. Oh, you know, it's just you two. I just, um, such a good connection. I just thought I'd uh, sacrifice my, my holiday to spend some time with you two. You can't quit us, can you? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't quit you, boy. <laughs> uh, so, where are you? What, what, what are you doing for your, your time off? Uh, up in the Barossa with my better half. We come up yesterday and uh, did some wine hopping and now just uh, yeah, just stayed at the little Novotel here, which was uh, where we did our quarantining not long ago. So thought we'd come back up. <laughs> All those and happy memories. Revisit, revisit the beautiful place. <laughs> it's a nice spot. I tell you, the weather couldn't be more of a contrast to uh, what you played in in Cairns a couple of days ago. Just tell us how difficult those conditions were. Uh, yeah, it was, well, I mean, sunshine's out now and in Cairns it was, we thought we were going to get some sun and the rain just kept coming during the game and it's something where, uh, you sort of got to play completely differently, especially as a, as an intercept marker, you can't take those chances because if the ball gets over the back, it's pretty much game over and, um, you just got to make sure you get your body behind the ball more and take it cleanly first before you think about doing anything with it. And then skills wise, you just, you can't really stuff around with it. There's no, you can't try to pull off too many kicks inside because if they get turned over, it's so hard to defend. And so it's pretty much long down the line and try and get numbers behind it. And, uh, didn't do it well in the first quarter, but fortunately we did for the final three. Uh, this is the weirdest game though, wasn't it? Like it was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> Even even that the way like it like the start was just we were nowhere and then the way we came back and they got a couple back and then we end up yeah the, the finish was obviously insane as well I know Bembo your your heart would have been um, racing I'd imagine well I must admit I I sort of after at at quarter time I was having a barbie with some mates so I said, I'm not even going to watch this and then <laughs> my wife was glued to the TV gnashing her teeth in the first half but then. The last quarter, she screwed out, you got to watch this, we're going to win. <laughs> so it was an excellent You're 10 minutes. I got to, fair weather, I admit, totally admit, fair weather fan. <laughs> hey, mate, we've got to ask you the number one question, DMAC. What, what's your what's your take on it? Uh, look, I was I was about 20 metres behind it, like directly in line, and, and from my point of view and what the replays show, he, he had his hands out. He's sprinting at the ball to try and create a contest and get the ball, and Unfortunately, uh, an injury occurred, and I think that's that's part of our sport. It's a collision sport, a contact sport. But um, yeah, I, I originally thought it was just a big hit where Dave just ran at the ball, and he actually did get the ball. And then upon replay, I feel like it confirmed my thoughts on it. Hmm. If if he gets done and gets rubbed out for weeks, will it change the way that you approach playing footy? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, at, at the moment, I'm, I'm never really sure what the tribunal is going to do in terms of it's not as if I uh, know their criteria well and I haven't looked through it. So I, I just go out and play each week and then like you, you have a duty of care in terms of obviously leaving the ground and bumping high and, and any sort of punching, things like that. You, you're just not going to give you're not going to do that because you know what's coming. But the way we attack the ball, that that's going to stay in the game, even if there is repercussions like this, just because that's just the way we're wired to play, I think. So where were you when the when Riley Philthorpe kicked the ball over his head and won the game? Uh, I was actually in the forward line, believe it or not. I was uh, <laughs> I was pretty nervous. I, I could use some other words, but I won't live on radio. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I had to roll forward because they had extra numbers behind the ball, so I had to equalise. And uh, it was <laughs> yeah, it was a nervous time, but I sort of cleared out a little bit because it was a stoppage and I sort of thought I'd give some space to the uh, the guys that actually kicked the goals, not the guys that try to stop them. And then 
I uh, yeah, watched the ball go over the head, tried to run towards goal to try and, like, I don't know, kick it in or Shepard or something. And then next thing I see, Fogg, Shepard, the St Kilda bloke <laughs> out the way. And, uh, yeah, instead of celebrating, I ran straight back to the back line where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, he's got the rising star nom this week. Everyone knows he's a phenomenal talent and, and so much of the future of the Adelaide Football Club is going to be about Riley Philthorpe where he progresses. We don't know him personally that well yet. Is he the kind of guy that... Brings it up a bit around the club. Well, I mean, obviously you're on a break, but is he the kind of guy that'll talk up his exploits? Is he a bit shy about it? Do you have any idea why he decided to kick it on his non-preferred? He's <laughs> uh, non-preferred is pretty damn good. That's yeah. probably why he decided to kick it on that. Um, but no, nah, he's someone who, oh, he he wouldn't talk about it. But if if some if it got brought up in the locker room, you could probably peek over and see him smirking. I reckon to himself. <laughs> um, but no, nah, he's a uh, he was pretty shy when he first got in. But he's a he's a big goofball at times. He. <laughs> He'll uh, dance around in the gym and talk a bit of smack with the boys. So I think we might hear about it maybe maybe a bit later on in the year. But for now, I reckon whilst it's fresh and everyone will still be talking about it, he'll he'll let the rest of us do the talking. Is the break good, Tom? It must be nice to just be able to you know put football out of your mind apart from talking nice for ten minutes. But you know, <laughs> recharge yeah. the batteries. Oh, it was good. It was good until I heard <laughs> it was the good uh, until, phone ring. It's good until eight twenty. Um, what's that? Sorry, I said it was good until eight twenty when you started talking to us. <laughs> Um, no, nah, yeah, it's great. We obviously it, it consumes our lives for the well, majority of the year, but especially in season, you you have to just take that extra care of your body because it's such a uh, it's such a war of attrition the AFL season, and um, just to have a few days off, even it, like we still do a little bit of running just to keep the body ticking over, but to not have to go into the club and watch Vision and stuff, it's just a mental refresher to get away from it all. Well, cool. go easy on the pastries up there in the Barossa. There's a lot of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and you're coming back to what you've put on five yeah, kilograms from eating, eating beer and shtick and drinking all that Shiraz. <laughs> yeah, it can be, can, be, uh, can be good for your soul, not so good for your skin folds. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, enjoy it, mate, and we'll uh, look forward to chatting when you get back and, uh, uh, and we're going to talk about the next, uh, the next time you guys are going to take the field. Good to chat. Appreciate it. I'll be back in the studio next week.